Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to Made of Things. I said welcome back because I'm assuming you left and are now returning. If, in fact, you have listened to another episode of Made of Things, then not only am I right, as you have probably noticed how I'm talking about returning from things again, which seems to be my mood in the past few weeks. Even though I'm not a very uh, throwback person, um, I always tend to look to the present and somewhat to the future, but um, not that you care. But, you know, there, some people are really fixated on the past, and I'm not one of those. So um, this was not purposefully done at all, and it's probably just an unconscious message my brain wants to get across. Like, you be like this, and uh, I'm saying, like, oh, I'm something else entirely. Uh, but then, no, it, it's just, you know, the paradoxes of the human existence. Before we get things going with Made of Things, uh, things going with Made of Things, <laughs> that's that's one too many things. Uh, before we get Made of Things going with Made of Things going with Made of Things, uh, <laughs> like our face on page, uh, like our face on page book. Exactly. Uh, like our... F uh, again, I, I'm absolutely not able to say phrase, phrase book. Like... <laughs> Well, you know, like our page on Facebook, which is Made of Things Pod. Also, please follow on Twitter at uh, Made of Things Pod, and follow also on Instagram at Made of Things, and leave a bunch of hearts there. Um, you know, double tap all of that. Uh, tap all of that. Double tap all of that with your bros. Double tap with that with your bros. Double tap in tandem. Double tap them. Them. There's no pun. There's no pun there. Um, on the, okay, so <laughs> on the show this week, we have the great Meryl Garbus of Tune Yards. Uh, let's go check Wikipedia. Tune Yards, parentheses, stylized as Tune-E-R-D-S, parentheses, bracket, one bracket, is the music project of New England native Meryl Garbus. When performing live, Garbus creates drum loops on the spot and layers these with ukulele and vocals in addition to electric bass played by Nat Brenner. Brackets to bracket. There we go. Okay, so I um, maybe we shall be maybe we'll be doing this again. Uh, I don't know. I never plan. Uh, this this is a lie. That's a lie. Okay, so I met Meryl for the first time at Vodafone Meshfest over here in Lisbon uh, this past winter. It was somewhat cold and rainy, but it does not John Snow, no spoilers. If you've never had the chance to catch a Tunyard show, please do, they're really great, always. I've seen them quite a few times now, and they're always pretty great. Uh, they're always great. There's no euphemism over here. Um, the last show of them I saw... It was just a few weeks ago at Primavera Sound in Barcelona, which I've mentioned uh, quite a lot on this show, if not if not always. I think so. Uh, I'm not counting, but I talk about Primavera Sound in Barcelona a lot. And um, there's a reason for that, which is it's really good. And uh, it's always good. It's always the best. Always the best. Always the best. No, it's always really good. 
Okay, so please enjoy my talk with Meryl Garbus of Tune Yards. I'll be back later. Off button is the most difficult. Yeah. Hi, Meryl. Hello. How are you? I'm doing excellent. How about you? Really well. Thanks. With your, uh, your with your tea or my tea. Very What? important. What's it of? Uh, it's called throat comfort tea. Oh. Yes. Very very <laughs> soothing for the throat. And is it comforting? Very. Yeah. I find I'm even a little too relaxed. <laughs> That's not the the what what you usually want for before show, I guess. No, exactly. Yeah, a little too sleepy. Every, everything is like in like 70 RPM or I don't know. Like I know. Well, don't say that because it probably is true tonight. But but tonight, if it's true, it's because um, uh, who Nate was telling me the other day that. Um, that in places that are big and this place that we're playing tonight is you know you you do the drum and it goes boom boom like that mm. uh and if if that's the case um you're supposed to play a little bit slower because it takes time for the rhythm to to hit the opposite wall so wow. maybe things will be a little slower tonight oh mm-hmm. so like uh i don't know No water in the water fountain. You're probably getting more tom toms for the next tour, no, I guess. You're now. You're now. We're just now. I'm worried. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Um, but um, so I I just found out you have like one of the world's best DJs as your tour manager, DJ Fitz. <laughs> you're gonna say one of the world's best djs playing after which we also are i oh. mean the yeah um dj mar fox is oh, sure. is playing um who i think is an amazing dj but it's true one of the best djs in the world is our tour manager it's true not dj mar fox or dj nega fox because no. both actually they play uh, we're playing uh, the Príncipe nights in yeah. portugal because mm-hmm. it's something that happens in portugal uh in lisbon actually mm-hmm. uh once every the first saturday of every month Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it's an amazing night yeah. out. I I really I wish I could see them tonight because I think I'll need to be. Oh. oh. We we have to wake up at early oh, in the morning. Oh. But um. But I wish I lived in. I think I need to come back to Lisbon oh, for okay. Lisboa. Or you can stay another week and you'll get the first I night. No, I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish. But no, DJ Fitz is is our tour manager. At least as long as we can keep him. Once he gets to be a famous, highly paid DJ, then no more, no more working for us. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure you will. But every van ride is is a uh, you know music from all over the world. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But why are you not staying another week? What's holding you? Uh, well, we first of all we play in sorry, España tomorrow. Oh. Okay, okay, I shouldn't sure. say it, but uh, then we go home and we have uh, we have shows in New York in oh, okay, a couple okay, days okay. after that. Sure, so, sure. alas, I wish I could. Uh-uh. Yeah, but maybe mm. in the summer is better. <laughs> uh, yes, actually it is. Yeah. Yeah, actually we've been flooding over here. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's Just horrible. Ridiculously flash floods. Like yeah. it's very like it floods for like 30 minutes and then it's gone. Right, but it ruins a lot in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it um, makes no sense and it rarely happens over here. So well, know. I think I, I we're starting this organization having to deal with water and I think that. Um, I, water because of the song Water Fountain has been on mm-hmm. my mind a lot this year so I think the state of water is changing all over the mm-hmm. world with with climate change so 
it's it's not just here in California. Also, there was a big drought, and then all these flash floods that are. Mm-hmm. You think why there's there's hardly any water. Why, why would we have floods? But that's but, how, mm-hmm. that's how but it happens. There are a lot of fountains in California, right? Uh, water fountains, drinking fountains. Okay. Yeah. So not just the uh, de- uh, decorative. Uh. No, there's actually I don't even I don't can't remember oh. one. There's one uh, in we live by a lake and there's mm-hmm. one that's powered by the sun and it takes the water from the lake and it just goes <laughs> like that. <laughs> See, but that's good. That yeah. that you got you have your priorities in check. Man. Exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because not to talk, not to trash talk Barcelona, but Barcelona they spend a lot of money just like on fountains yeah. and stuff. So yeah, this, this <laughs> makes like we need running water for decorative purposes, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. it's expensive. We don't care. We're Barcelona. We're Catalan. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a great city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love it. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Alas. So. <laughs> and um. um Nicky Nack. Uh, it's funny because the album sounds very knickknacky in a way. Uh, what? 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 When did you come up with the title? What? Was there a particular moment? Um, <laughs> knickknacky. It does. Does it mean anything in Portuguese? Bujigangas. Uh, Bujigangas. Yes. Very. 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 Uh, um, very uh, uncommon word, I guess. Is it like? Um, Is it like onomatopoeia? Like no, like the sounds no, no. mean? I mean, yes, yes. Onomatopoeia is the same in Portuguese. Okay, um, but no, no, no. Unfortunately, not. Bujigang um, is just like knickknack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing. No, okay. Well, I came up with it later on because it used to be it was called Cinco for a long time, and mm. Cinco, I. I Worried that if the album didn't do well, then they'd be like, Cinco is a stinko. So I decided against that. <laughs> So, because you know, if you Adorable. get if you get yeah. too close, so um, so I had my friend Alex who did the artwork for mm. the album. She she went through the, all the lyrics and picked out all the interesting sounding things, and she said Nicky Nack was which was a lyric from one of the songs Left Behind, mm-hmm. and um, and I was kind of like I think that that could be it, and I like it because it's a woman's name kind of, but it also is like Nick Nacks. And it has a kind of children's quality mm-hmm. to it that I really like. So all of a sudden you can do like a Nicky Neck Padwack. Yeah. yeah. Which I've, is probably an old racist song I I heard from oh. from uh, England, maybe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about Irish people. Nick Neck Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. This is old it? man came rolling home. I think maybe it's oh, about wow. a drunk Irishman, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Then again, like seventy percent of everything that's passed is kind of like kind of racy. I know, yeah, and you, but and it's really important to know the stories. I think, mm. but um, it's true. There's a lot of racism and and general discrimination that happens around the world. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, um, the uh, I, I'm not sure why, but I just when I when I was preparing the interview, I was thinking like, are you aware of like because of the comedy relation you? You you have, uh, or at least have since the comedy man man podcast. But oh, we'll get there later. Is is something that? Uh, do you have a lot of? Uh, it seems like you have a lot of like Native American influence in your mu- music. For instance, do you, do, do you feel that? Uh, you know, I don't know a lot of Native American music. I know uh, what I was brought up with was old timey music, which is oh. uh, music from the mountain regions of the eastern part of the states mm-hmm. and that that's old you know basically european settlers who became the hill folk of that uh-huh. of that area 
So that's what I grew up with. Um, and then I, I have, you know, then I, my ears are big. <laughs> so I, you know, most of the music that I've been interested in comes from um, different parts of Africa, you know, Mali and, um, and East African pop music from the 80s and 90s and South Africa. Um, and how do you get in touch with that? Just like, you know, it, it kind of depends. I mean, cert, some music is just from listening, oh. having DJ fits around all the time, <laughs> you know. And some music I've been more in-depth with, like going oh. to study, studying Haitian music in California where we live, and then I went to Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's oh. more getting in-depth with studying the rhythms mm-hmm. and, and getting to know the language of a different culture. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it's just listening, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's a scene like in the U.S. of uh, of African beats and stuff like that? Because, for instance, I have a friend who's um, DJ Whitney Fierce, who's uh, who plays a lot of African things, like mm-hmm. has for a while now, for like fast five or six years. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a whole thing going on? Well, I think. I think in DJ culture, there's definitely like who has the next thing that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think I think we have a lot more exposure to every kind of music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think people have been interested in all sorts of music forever, but now is now we have the most access to all of that mm-hmm. music. So um, I don't know. Sometimes I I I love DJs, but sometimes I get I distrust that the culture of well, what do I see with the crazy record I found in the bottom of the bo- sure. that kind of stuff. Sure. So um, so sometimes I worry that they're fads, but mm-hmm. the real you know the real DJs DJ Fitz being one I think yeah. who really has. A, an appreciation for great music, you know, no matter where it comes from or when it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general we have access to a lot more overall. So I don't know if it's African in general, but I know that that it, it's in some ways it's the next frontier for oh. DJs. You know what I mean? And that um, can be interesting and also scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. And also, uh, but there's the opposite. Then, for instance, like a few years ago, um, a few years ago, Jay Dilla was like reference, uh, like using stuff from Steve Howe from Yes albums, solo albums, like tracks that aren't even singles. Like no one knows. Like absolutely stuff you 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 just won't recognize anyway mm-hmm. uh, uh, in any way if you're not like a progressive rock fan or something. Like yeah. which is fun because you're playing for hip hop people usually yeah. most of the time. But, any, but anyways, apart from that. And he- And he real, real beat makers and samplers and DJs are geniuses at that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that and that's I get this. I get a criticism that I think is the same, which which is, well, how can you steal from other cultures? And that is happening all the time. I mean, musicians who are really musicians listen so intently, you know, and and that sense of listening to just to any kind of music at all and taking it in and realizing that as you listen, you're becoming a better musician. That, that I think, happens all the time. I think that the, the issue comes in with the compensation. You know, that's, that's why, you know, uh, hip-hop producers get sued so much is that mm. people say, where's my money, you know? And, and in certain cases, like... Um, Like Selda, the Turkish musician who we just we played right before her at the Guess Who festival in Utrecht, mm-hmm. and um, and she, festival by the way, yes, sure. like Guess Who, um, <laughs> and she was sampled by Most Def um, on his last album. And, 
it's a sick sample, yeah. you know. But I'm not. I don't think that she got paid for that. And that's oh. the kind of thing that if if someone has, um, it's very expensive for producers to pay for that kind of thing. And and I'm, you know, there's not. There's always a lack of money when it comes down to things like that. Getting sued for thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe. But anyway, I think Zelda deserves. <laughs> The, att- the attention at the very least you know and I, I, I guess at least she may have gotten that but um, but mm-hmm. she's a musician that no one in the states knows about and and um, I don't know there's that sense of how do you compensate a musician for something so core that you're that you're taking from them mm-hmm. um, and it comes up with me I mean people say how can you uh, you know uh, we're good, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about you. Yes, we were talking about you earlier. <laughs> sure, you are, but they're videotaping. Yeah, come on. In. <laughs> we were actually talking about you earlier. Yeah, so there you go. So there you go. You got you. you got mentioned. <laughs> He's bringing me my dinner. Um, I get asked a lot about um, you know. Well, you're appropriating mm-hmm. Haitian music, or you're appropriating Afrobeat, or you know, and um, and I am. I mean, that I'm I'm taking parts of those of that style of music, mm-hmm. and um, I but think you can tell when it's not when it isn't a gimmick, right? Like you you, you can tell when it's for the music and not for for the, not a gimmicky, you know. I, so. uh, I don't know. Good to hear, but I mean, I think for a lot of people, no. I think for some people, it's it's not okay. And for me, it's just what I naturally do and the music that I want to listen to and the music that I want to make. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there become these issues of, um, you know, then then how do I choose to give back to that music? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe for for me, there are very specific ways. You know, mm-hmm. we we get to start this charitable fund that we can give back where we think money should go, or the people that taught us Haitian music, we've given back to them in certain ways. So um, I think it's always an issue and it, it'll always be that issue in, in music. Mm. You know, whose music is this? Wh- who, why do you have a right to this music? It's not your music. Um, yeah. And I think it's good that we have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it's cultural property. Like, so it's good to mix stuff up and with with other stuff I guess pardon the lack yeah. of eloquence but yeah no, there you no. go but I mean for instance like I Mar Fox did a is we're about to release a remix that he did of Water Fountain and it was him oh, nice. and Pearls Negras how do you say that? Uh, Pearls Negras yeah Pearls Negras Sorry, no, Portuguese is difficult, yeah. Pérolas negras. Pérolas. Pérolas negras. Pérolas negras. Yeah, there you go. It's so hard. Pérolas negras. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I'll try. So, uh, uh, so in that case... Okay, uh, I guess, we're, yeah, we're doing 15 minutes, yeah, that's what cool. we're calling it. Cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, in that case, he the getting them to collaborate and then having our audience know more about what's happening in Portugal with this scene of music and then what's happening in Brazil with that scene of music that becomes a really cool conversation between scenes, you know. And I love that. I think that's that's the great part about combining and taking from each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, about the uh, stuff on the album, like you have excellent songs, like "Time of Dark" is possibly one of the most uh, my favorite. Um, "Time of Dark" is uh, one of my favorite songs of the year, uh, and uh, there's stuff like uh, "Hey Life" and "Real Thing." So, so I wanted to ask you: Are, are you okay? Am like, I okay? <laughs> yes, it seem, they seem very. Seem, <laughs> uh, 
do I look okay? Yes, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, it a difficult time for you in the past or something? Uh, it seems like very. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, no more difficult than any other human mm. being, I think. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's my. I choose to write songs in order to get over things, and some people choose. I don't know, alcohol, <laughs> or uh, partying, uh -huh. or or writing, or talking with friends. You know, I think I think that's my form of expression. But thank you for asking. You're welcome. I think uh, we. It's, I care. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. No, it's so rewarding, really, to go. I mean, we've seen the world on this one in the past month. We've seen. I mean, not the world. We've seen Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen Estonia and Latvia and sure. coming back here is I love playing in Portugal and I really wish that we had more time oh, okay. but um, but yeah life sure. life it's it's really good to get the perspective on on life and really be so grateful that I get to you know be interviewed mm -hmm. who cares what I think really there you go <laughs> who cares who anyone thinks <laughs> we're all gonna die <laughs> this got really grim all of a sudden <laughs> so let's talk about comedy yes let's talk about comedy bang bang okay so last question uh, okay so like the last, th last thing I wanted to mention like was because you were in comedy bang bang like and this year and one of the most I don't know joyful episodes of this year's mm -hmm. podcast I guess uh, was it the first time you were interviewed by uh, uh, a drunk English Uh, rollerblading roller actor tree. Tree, Christmas yes. tree, yes. I think I got all of them. First time, First ever. Time ever, mm -hmm. ever. That was really wacky, wasn't it? Yeah, totally wacky. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I have not listened to it because I can't. Because I, the whole time I was Because <gasps> there's no... they. They basically, I don't know, because I'm not funny, you know. But of course they, you are. Well, but like not that funny. I'm not, well, you know. No. <laughs> Who's that funny? <laughs> It's just a weird thing because sometimes you don't know if you're supposed to play the person who's not funny in order for the people to be funny to mm. be more funny. Mm. But then I kind of was like, no, 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 I'm not going to be this one that you make fun of. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? They're really nice guys. They don't make fun of anybody. Anyway. But they're not going to tell you anyways. Exactly. <laughs> And I, I listened to Annie from. St. Vincent, she had done it before, and so she I listened. Was so uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I listened to hers before, and I was like, okay, if Annie can do it, I can do it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll do it. Yeah. I, I think actually she had like the most uncomfortable time ever on the show during the show. Like she was audibly uncomfortable, which was weird. <laughs> like, but, but I asked her about it. I should ask her how it really was. Some things that you're at. This is cool. This interview, but sometimes we're like, you have an interview, and then you, you get into a room and you're like, oh, you know, mm. what am I doing here? Who are you? And you're throwing curveballs all of a sudden. <laughs> exactly, like a rollerblading Christmas tree. Yes. yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Covering us of, of balls. <laughs> thank you so oh, much for your time, thank Meryl. You. Thank you. We're, we did a huge thank you. Thank you. No, we did a huge no. interview, like 20 minutes. Sorry, Nuno. <laughs> This got really interesting. Sorry. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I love the new album, absolutely. And there you have it. Uh, so. Uh, while I should uh, mention all the social media, uh, I'll spare you all the buzzwords and buzz media f things. Uh, so what I suggest is that you should go back to the beginning of the podcast and check out all of the social media at which you can follow us, because I've already mentioned all of that. And uh, something else you should do is listen to all the past episodes. We have great stuff with uh, Mike Watt, Shabazz Palaces, Bonnie Prince Billy, to name but a few. 
or in this case, all of the few. That's all of them so far. And re-listen to this one, Meryl Garvis. So uh, please come back next week, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.